say, hypothetically, for the sake of the argument, there was a podcast in which there are two hosts who are wrestlers, and they have about 62 episodes, and this is the 63rd, meaning that they are back with another episode (laughs) of what are we even doing? (laughs) Very good. Tremendous. Hypothetically, for the sake of the argument. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I just <laughs> I felt like it was a good one. Guys, you know. we're back. Mm-hmm. In the saddle again. Myself, Tom, a.k.a. Christian Rose, joined by... Uh, uh, Damien Deschain, otherwise known as Brayden. Correct. With another episode of What Are We Even Doing Here? But... It's just nice to be back in the studio, man. Yeah. It's been a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. last couple episodes were good. Uh, the most recent one that I just listened to today, the day that it came out, we promised something that we have not done any work on, so there's that. That's true, yeah, I, I, uh, I heard that on the, the, on the way back from work today, and yeah. I was like, yeah, we're not going to do that today. No, yeah, at least not today, but the idea of watching every, like, the worst match from every year from 1990 on, I, I'm, I'm willing I still, to do I still want to do that. I yeah. almost would be willing to do it as a watch-along type of thing, and maybe we do, like, three or four per episode. You know, like maybe we watch one, hey, we're going to pause now, we're coming back to you with 1991's worst match ever, blah, 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 and then we do it as a watch-along. would be interesting. Yeah. 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 Either way, we will watch those matches. Absolutely. Because I think that's still a good idea. I heard that today, and I was like, oh, dang it. I was like, fuck, I don't even remember saying this. Uh... How many promises have we not kept? All oh, dude, of them. There's so many. Yeah. I know that there's so many. Uh, Brayden, how have you been? Alright. That's good Brayden, to hear. How are you? How are you? Uh, doing okay. It's been a slow, slow week at work. A my, long and slow and boring week. My back hurts so bad. But what of your pussy and your crack? They're pretty good right now. That's great. Yeah. Good to hear. Wow. I just... <laughs> now, I'm sorry. Tell me more about your ailments, because I, I have something I want to bring up that I, I'm only excited for bringing up, because I cannot wait to see your reaction. I'm so it. scared now. But all I wanted to say about my back right now yes. is it is the most upper of my back pain I've ever had. It's, mm. like, in between the shoulder blades at the, like, very top. It's, like, almost neck. Mm. But not neck. That sounds not well. Dude, it hurts so bad, and I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I have a chiropractor appointment tomorrow morning. Mm. I'm very excited because I've had to postpone it for the past two weeks. So the, the sounds that are going to come out of my spinal column, my hips specifically... You know, like, if you're ripping the leg off of a cooked chicken? Yeah. It sounds like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, real quick, just something that I want to bring up. Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying I'm going to do this. I'm only bringing this up because I need to hear and see your reaction on the show. All I'm saying is... Long-time listeners of the show will understand where this is going. All I'm saying is... I stopped at a car lot today. I saw something I kind of like. I may 
call or stop and ask a few questions. And that is all. He is motioning towards the sky with eight fingers up. We're looking for eight. Yes. As in the number of cars yes. I will have owned during the yes. time that I've known Braden. Yes. Not saying we're... I'm not... I'm saying what I said. And I know what that means. It would be something. It's 100% gonna happen. I hope not. Tom, <laughs> Tom, let's be real here. You see a car in that lot that you like, you buy it. If yes, I, if you I, do. If I, yes, you do. Uh, yes, you do. Uh, I will say if I could get a good trade-in from the Kia, I would do this. Yes. So we'll go... For, I'm, I'm going to ask a few questions. Tom, you're never going to get out of the hole. I'm, no. You can't. No. I, I, <laughs> I, I love There it. will be no getting out. I love it. Uh, what does Meg think of this? Oh, she doesn't know. Mm, okay. I haven't said a word to her. If she knows, it's because she heard it through the door. She's, she'll kill me. You can't say anything to her. And she can't listen to this show. No. <laughs> so it's what, a, what a hot episode it would be, though. So yeah, we had... Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, episode 63, Tom died. <laughs> How do we keep going? Meg beat him to death after he turned it, or traded in his Kia for a supercharged Monte Carlo. Tom, it's the no. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Special Edition. You need to stop. <laughs> I'll tell you when I've had enough. I can stop anytime I want. I just don't want to stop. <laughs> I'll take this inflatable cowboy hat off anytime I choose. I'm just not choosing to. Get away from me. Uh, wow, I, I don't even know. So, okay. Let, let's let's get to the to the shtick here. Uh, we, yes. I'm sorry, go yes. on. Yes, we Far should. be it for me to interrupt. Far be it for me. I interrupt you three times in a row. That's fine. I want to, um, I want to get to the shoot interview. I'm so late, dude. It's okay. That that was almost painful for me. Again, just freshly no, clipped fingernails. It's worse. Oh, that's how fucking late. That's how late. We never thought of a punishment though, so I you don't know what? Know I'll what forgive happens. it. I'll, I don't I'll, know what. You know happens. what? I'm just. I'm just. I'm. I'm gonna be magnanimous like, here. Like magnanimous. Is it? Hang on. Is it magnanimous? Magnanimous. Mm-hmm. What did I say? Magnanimous. But what did you say? Magnanimous. But what did I say? Magnanimous. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I legit was about to go with that as long as you did. So. <laughs> but what did I say? You said mag mag mag. Ma- <laughs> now what did you say? <laughs> I said mag 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 mag. What I meant to say. That's was... all, folks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What's happening? I'm, I'm sorry. What. You did have something you were trying to say. I wanted to get to the shoot interview. Shoot, brother. Where I, I kind of already talked about my back, but I don't care about Spin that. Spin some fucking revolvers. This lady comes in today. Let's hear it. work. And cutting blinds is a thing that I do as part of my job. As in window blinds? Yes. Okay. Um, we cut the faux woods, we cut the vinyls, the aluminums, sure. the cellulars, the roller shades. It's great. It's nice and easy. The faux woods are really... Annoying, but other than that, you know, it's now when you say faux woods, you mean F A U X. He is pointing my blinds right now, as in fake wood, correct? Okay, um, so 
she comes in and she's like, I'm going to need a lot of blinds cut. And I, I hate hearing that because I'm doing something. I don't want to be cutting your blinds. I'm in sure. the middle of shit. Right. And then when I hear you a lot. You got shit to do. Exactly. Yeah. When I hear a lot, I'm uh-huh. like, oh, fucking A. And it's usually only like three, four. Right. I'm like, okay. Because how many windows can a building have? Nineteen, it turns out. Get out of here. It's not even an even number. Who who designed this house? The only thing I want to say to this woman right now, and I know she's listening, I hope your blinds break and your kids turn out to be infertile. She live in a... Jesus. Uh, the kids? You know what? Whatever. She live in a house designed by M.C. Escher? Yeah? No? Nothing on this? No? No? No. I, I'm gauging the reaction. Oh. Staircases to nowhere. Those weird drawings. Paintings. <gasps> All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm lost. Anyways, that's all I have as far as job troubles. Uh, my job has been unbelievably slow this week. So much so that mm. on Tuesday, it was so bad that I made the least amount of money I've ever made <laughs> during a shift. Uh, I was so bored that I got done a multitude of chores that needed done around the establishment, and then on Wednesday. When it was almost as slow, I said to myself, wow, I don't even have those things to do today as I have done them yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Then this was compounded today as it was also slow. Not as bad as the previous days, but I was again like, ugh. But today I actually had the thought of, I'm not going to do it. Oh, I'm just not going to do a goddamn anymore. thing. I got so bored today at work. So like our walk-in freezer almost is too much of a freezer sometimes, and there will be massive amounts of ice at the back of it, right? Yeah. I got so bored today that out of sheer frustration, I took a claw hammer, put on my coat, gloves, and everything, and went into the freezer and just beat the ice into a a dust and then swept it out of the walk-in freezer today, just unleashing my fury on ice. Did you feel like an ice miner? I'm of age. I mean like a miner, not a miner. Like wearing a hat with a light on it, or yeah, like yeah. I can't get a drink. <laughs> we know you can get a drink. <laughs> no, I don't know what a nice miner is. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I picture you when you go into the freezer. Right. All of a sudden, it's not a freezer. It's oh, it's, it's just it's, white out. Yeah, right. Okay, there's right. ice in front of you, and you're just. It's a mixture of, like, the thing and the abyss. I'm in a tunnel. It's yeah. Ice. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know you've seen The Thing, because I think we watched it here one night. Or at least I, I turned it. I think times. I turned Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Abyss, awesome movie. Mm. Nobody ever fucking talks about it. Wild shit. Not, not Abyss, the worker. Oh, okay. Also, I great gotcha. guy. Gotcha. Uh, no. Whoa, my, my oh. toes were almost in the way. Oh, yeah, watch it. Um, um, have you... Okay, actually, you know what? I had something I wanted to discuss. Okay. This probably won't take a lot of time because I think there's limited options on it. But I was re-listening to some of our older episodes. Great discussion about pizza toppings. Mm. Great discussion about other things. Yeah. I want to talk movie theater treats. You a strict popcorn guy? What's what's your process here? You're going to hate me. I feel like you're going to hate me. You don't like popcorn, I feel like you're going to hate me. I do like popcorn. Okay, then yeah, we're fine. When I'm going to the movie theater, yeah. I get a drink, and that's it. Mmm! Unbelievable! That's it. Really? Just a drink. But you like popcorn. 
Yeah. But you don't partake in the theater? No. The most perfect of all places? It's all right. Do you not like movie theater popcorn? Do you feel like you're being rude and intruding onto the people's time? There's no reason. I just don't feel like it. I'm... I'm... I knew, I knew you were going to hate me. I, knew I don't gonna hate you. you. I'm just I, I'm just. I confused. saw Spider-Man No Way Home four times. And, and every not single once time, did you have popcorn? Not once. Do you have any treats when you go to the theater or just a drink? That's it? Just a drink. Wow. I don't know what I expected. This was not it. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Now for myself. Yeah. Big popcorn. Mm-hmm. I need, I need, I need the big one. Yeah. If I'm in the right theater that has the right setup, I learned this trick on the old Bob and Tom show when I was a kid. You get you a straw, you jam that motherfucker into the butter pump and the other end going into your popcorn bucket, so you get the butter in the middle of the popcorn, then you go the butter on the top of the popcorn, so you get a good butter coat all the way through T to B. You just get all your blood to stop moving. Absolutely. Dude, dude, the amount of napkins that Meg grabs when we go to the theater together... It looks like a fucking Bible. Like, <laughs> I go to the theater. I need, I need, I need my big popcorn. I need it slathered in butter and salts. I need a big cherry coke. And for me, that that's that's a prime comfort zone. Yeah, I've heard of people putting M and M's in their popcorn. Not about that. I haven't tried it, so I can't fully knock it. But I don't think I would I feel enjoy like, it. I feel like that's just not. The right flavors, like we've talked about, like why salty would sweet. Get, why would? Uh, I think maybe. I can understand the concept of it, and maybe. I, I, I'll try it before I make a final judgment. Fair enough. I honestly think I want to grab a hold of buttery M and M's. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to be that savage just holding up because I get the bucket. Yeah. I got that reusable bucket from the good people at AMC. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to grab this shit with my hand. I can't be dumping a bucket into my face in front of the. You can be though. I I <laughs> I don't think I'm at that level yet. Yeah. Also, I, I then know. for me, because if I'm in the theater, I'm watching every second of what's on the screen. Same. These these fucking savages that go there and they're looking at each other and talking. One, shut the fuck up. And two, look at what you paid for. So if I'm dumping a bucket of butter and M and M's and popcorn into my face, I'm gonna have to turn my head and have yeah. this one eye watching out of the periphery. And now you're blocking. The person behind you's view. Right. And I mean, do I care? Not really, but I don't want to be that guy. Fair sometimes, enough, yeah. dude, sometimes I feel bad in a the movie theater just for being tall. Same. I sit really low in the seats, which now at the new AMC, that now that's been... Oh, it's great. It's great, it, yeah. yeah. Our, our new theater, I guys, always, remodeled, it's fucking awesome. I always, no matter what, I always sat low in a seat because I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, yeah. So, I was very uncomfortable. <laughs> But now it's great. I okay, then it. maybe this is a different thing related to it, though, that we can discuss. Mm-hmm. Do you got a favorite seat? Like, or not necessarily seat, like specific twenty two or anything, <laughs> uh, but like you, your your preferred seated area in the theater? Because I know some people like to sit in the back row. See, I like the middle. I got to be dead center, as close that's to kinda, dead center as I can. That's get. That's where I'm at too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like if there's ten rows, give me five. Mm-hmm. And if it's 12 seats wide, give me six. Give me five by six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw one movie in the theater in the front row, and I love the movie, but goddamn, I was so fucking mad about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, my it's, fucking it's, friends it's... were dipshits, and they were like, well, we don't need to get there that early. And I'm like, yeah, we do. Yeah, we fucking do. 
It was X2. You always have. It was X-Men 2. Yeah. It was opening day. I was like, this is a huge thing. It's going to sell out. Lo and behold, the only seats left are the front fucking row. Yep. But whatever. Man. Every single time... Like, if I go to the movie theater and I'm not looking at what... At the movie the whole time, it's because... Hey, I saw No Way Home already. Now I want to see my friend's reaction to it. So I'm doing this. Right. But you're not but, taking away from anyone else's enjoyment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Endgame wasn't the same way. I was like... Uh, not a visual medium, and I just had a lot of dead <laughs> air there. Um, so, have you watched any wrestling lately? I have not, but I did want to talk a little bit about... Um, because you said you're listening to old episodes. I've been doing the same thing. Some of them, yeah. Yeah. Um, I have been more mad at you <laughs> Great. than ever before because okay. I revisited... Actually, it's just last week's episode. The one that came out today. today? Yeah. Yeah. Your theme takes. You're wrong. Oh, you I mean... just... They're oh, I'm so... Sorry. Infuriating! I was yelling at my speaker, and I was like, "I was there! I was there!" I'm l- sure. I'm yelling over myself, defending my good takes. Now, when you say defending yourself, in the sense that like Bill Cosby defended himself, he knew what he did, but he had to defend himself in the court of law. No, that's not the same thing at all. What? What? What specifically has irritated and vexed you? I'm Cosbying you. Yeah, in, if, at this, in, yeah. If I was going to Cosby anybody, it wouldn't be you. Trust me on this. But like, I'm not Cosbying anyone. I don't think you can say that. <laughs> I, I really try, don't. I had, I, as it came out, I was like, oh fuck, oh, I got to yeah, bring that back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, is he still alive? I don't know. Okay. But here's what I'm gonna say. He's not in prison. I know that he got he he got to go. I am perfection is awesome. <laughs> Legacy's theme is awesome. I'll be re—I will be willing to re-listen to the Legacy theme. It's awesome. I will—I will not deviate on the "I Am Perfection" one. I got some theme takes here. In yeah, these next couple of episodes that yeah. you already know what I'm going to say, but maybe I—I I, I don't remember a lot of these until I go back to the notes. That's fine. That's right. fine. I, I'm bringing the thunder with those. Hmm. And you know what? You know what? I have another one. All right. I have another one. Okay. 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 Yeah. Hot take. Hot take. I don't care if it gets me any heat. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I've, I've held this in for a while. Okay. And, and I'm just coming out with it. You know, right. this is this is me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the contrarian fuck that people think. Hot mm-hmm. take, right? Shawn Michaels seems pretty good. <laughs> God damn it. God damn you. Uh, guys, okay, let's see. The only wrestling I've watched recently is I've dabbled back into the New Japan on the Roku channel. Um, mm. This past weekend was one of the best weekends I've had in ages. I was so happy the whole time. It made me feel fucking great. Great show at St. Louis Anarchy. Had a baller good fucking match with uh, Jeremy Wyatt the next night. Had a great show for Zawa Live. Had an awesome time at the after party afterwards. Free Cup, cupcakes. Cupcakes that'll Free change... Free cupcakes, yeah. That'll change your life. Cupcakes. Some, some fucking local townie had these cupcakes there that had half of a Reese's cup in the top of them, which you're already... Sign me the fuck up, right? I'm sorry. 
Are you gonna besmirch Reese's cups? Yeah, I am. I don't know if we can keep doing this show. <laughs> what? What do you mean? What do you mean you you're besmirching Reese's cups? I I I we've talked about I prefer vanilla flavors over chocolate. I'm not a huge chocolate guy. I I don't like peanut butter. Them together is just why would I do that to myself? To experience joy. No. God damn it! You're just a miserable. Fuck. Uh, I ate that part first because I knew that the rest of it was going to be way better. You couldn't have known that, but you know what? That's how it's designed to be ate. Anyways, Homegirl had these cupcakes. Reese's cup in the top. You take that off, you eat it, and then what was it? You you break... Dude, okay. You so break here's the, the bottom... We're about, to, we're about to change cupped cake worlds. You had to break the cup... The cupped off of the cake. You have to break half of the cake at the bottom off. You have to I break half of it. I called that the cup, but yeah. Well, it's the cake. It's shaped like a cup. I don't give a shit, dude. It's I don't cupped, know. I'm confused. Cup, hold on. It's a cupped cake. That's okay. not how you say it, but that's how Hardenbauer is saying it, so that's Correct. what I'm saying. Much the like cake, popcorn. The cake is in the shape of a cup. It doesn't matter yeah. what the fuck the shape is in this case. It's the cake part that you're breaking off. You're not breaking right. off the cup. The bottom. The cup uh, makes can, the shape. Can we go with that? Call it the bottom. You break the bottom off. This is not an argument that I think we should be having right now. I'm not arguing. I'm genuinely fucking confused. How? Your name is Billy, too? No, that's why I'm so fucking confused. Listen. I thought it would be called the cup part because it's shaped like a cup. I understand it is also cake. Can you just hear me out? Here's my logic. Go ahead. Okay. My arms are down, right? We're, We're not shooting here. The cup is what makes the cake in the shape of what it is. But the cake is what you eat. You don't eat the cup. Okay. I put the pin yeah. down. Yeah. Not you were about to stab yet. me. Yeah. But what, we're, what I'm saying is, we've already gone way too long on this. But it doesn't you break, matter. You break half of the cake part off mm-hmm. and put it on top and make it a sandwich. So you got cake, frosting, cake. Right. Delicious. It's, it's, it's one of those things where fantastic. like you think... Oh, this is a waste of your time. What right. are you doing? Dude, it changes the delivery mechanism. I'm not going to lie. I only did it to humor this person because I was like, we're in a bar, we're having a good time. This person's giving away free treats. It's changed my life. Whatever you have to say here. Yeah. Homegirl was f- four feet tall if she was an inch, by the way. <laughs> like, has never been on a roller coaster, but. Yeah, yeah. Cups of mean cake. Cups of mean cake. Yeah. <laughs> Cups of mean cake, dude. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so like I had an awesome time, and I came home, and I stayed up until like 3 o'clock in the morning by myself, cooking and eating chicken wings, drinking beer, and watching New Japan. On Saturday? Yeah. What the hell, man? <laughs> one, of the, one of the greatest nights I've had in a long time. I loved it. I can't wait to go back, especially because that lady, if she remembers, ha- will have more cupped cakes. We can hope. But the odds of her remembering are slim to none. I by the way, I don't know why though. I don't know why she had the cupcakes in the first place. I don't know either. But there, there was also did. some towny guys. If you're listening to this, there was some other towny that came in and was giving away free spicy salsa. Yeah, which I did not partake in. Me neither, because that just seemed weird to me. Who the f- even in the Midwest? Who the fuck just walks around with jars of salsa in their coat pockets? I don't know. But I will say, I yeah. know that it is in her phone. Good. Let's get some more cupcakes. Let's get some more cupped cakes. Cupped cakes. Um, yeah, that's the only wrestling I've watched. I know I briefly mentioned watching wrestling in that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it had a big time um, in there, but... I saw a little bit of Raw. It's bad. 
Dynamite has been kind of in a slump lately, but still, like, not terrible. Yeah. Like, I still enjoy it. Um, I, I think my favorite wrestling show currently is actually Rampage. Okay. Hour long. Mm-hmm. It's usually basically three short matches and one that gets a little bit of time with promos sandwiched in between. So it's that thing where it's like, I love it. You're shoving all this shit into a 60-minute window. Fantastic. Main event's always good. They tear it up. Give me a couple of, like, you know, a sprint or two and two squashes and a main event that I dig. Hell yeah. And I'm in and out. I love it. Loved it. Uh, So, guys, today's main event. Oh, yeah. There was one more thing I wanted to talk about as far as listening to old episodes. Hmm. Uh, We had that little bit where... um, you asked me who the Intercontinental Champion is, and I couldn't tell you right. but without thinking about it very hard, and then I still got it wrong. Right. Shinsuke is where belts go to die. Seems that way, yeah. Yeah. It really... He's been Intercontinental Champion several times, and every he was time... He United States Champion for he 100 was? years. I, I think so. I'm pretty sure. Holy shit. Let me look that up, just to double check, but I'm pretty sure he was. He was a tag champ. Where he was? When that... I'm pretty sure. I thought him and Cesaro were the tag champs. Or did uh, they? Oh, that I know might be right. Huh? That might be right. Wow. I have no memory of that United States title thing. Exactly. Belts go to die. <laughs> I think that the tag thing might be true. You might be correct on that. Because didn't they do a little brief group with, like, Sami Zayn, Shinsuke, and Cesaro? Was that a thing? Sami Zayn, maybe. I could have sworn that was a thing, but they never like gave them a name or anything. They would just have them in tags and six mans, and for some reason. Yep. Uh, NXT champion two times. Intercontinental champion two times. Holy fuck! Only two times. Only I feel like he's two. Yeah, I do too. A hundred and seventy-six. If you told me he was a four-time years. IC champ, I'd been like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown tag team champion with Cesaro. Okay. And United States champion two times. Twice? I, I, I maintain this. He is where belts go to die. You're not wrong. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> um, my favorite Shinsuke memory is a couple years ago, uh, I was at a Rumble watch-along party, and we did a um, like a betting pool. Mm. So it would be like, for every $5, you got to pick a number or whatever until we ran out of numbers, but then it's like a pretty good sized pot you know yeah i was doing some money and i picked whatever number and shinsuke comes out for one of my picks i was like god damn it ended up winning so i was like holy shit which none of us saw coming and i won a pretty good chunk of change that afternoon that was fun it's the only time shinsuke has ever accomplished anything for me yes uh (laughs) so guys we're here today this is part one of kind of a two-part episode yeah yeah so uh, we've had our first sequel recently. This is going to be part one, and then part two is going to be more of what I think is called a spiritual sequel mm. in the movie world, where it's a sequel, but it's not really a sequel. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Today, on episode 63, simulcast part one, yes. colon, Nitro. Correct. Actually, I like that. Simulcast part one, colon, The Last Nitro. Mm-hmm. We're talking the last episode of Nitro from 2001. Spent a lot of time on this podcast talking about 2001. 
I'm not knocking. Not not as much as I want to. No, no. <laughs> fascinating year. But I mean, we we've talked a lot about like the closing of WCW, the closing of ECW. Yeah. You know, and and the time period around it. But um, I'm going to say this before we get into this. I had memories of watching this episode. So like, I think the main thing that I want to get going here is when this happened. It was as a, as a young fan. I'm. So 16 at this point it was the most unbelievable thing that had ever happened in wrestling I, I have a note about that some like I can't imagine this happening it, it was it was so unreal that you almost thought that it was a work you know what I mean it's a thing yeah. where it's like that we're never going to get anything else like this and going back and rewatching this actually really made me appreciate getting to watch it as it happened I I feel bad because I missed out on like because sure you, I, you I've were, always uh, known about this right. thing happening but it's the thing where it's like we're never we're not going to see Tony Khan on Raw can you imagine I I this is the closest thing to that you know what I mean like can you imagine dude? it's crazy um and when, just saying that you know what I mean it's like what well then you wind the clocks back and it's like this is this was kind of the the closest thing to an equivalent that we're going to get yeah, you know, like we we've we've I've seen Scott Demore on AEW that happened last year, you know, and he's head honcho for Impact. This was a totally different animal, yeah, yeah. totally different fucking scenario. You know, there was nothing like it at all. Um, it was unheard of. I don't know why I went Australian. For unheard that, but. of. Um, I was happy to see that this was a two-hour episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Meg's extensive WCW viewing has informed me that. They would just sometimes be three hours and sometimes not, which to me is more befuddling than just being three hours. I remember, I thought there was like a year, year and a half straight where it was three hours. Guys, no. Guys, no. Um, so, anyways, the opening is Vince. Imagine. Imagine. I, I was, again, I only had like a few vague memories of this because I'd never gone back and rewatched it. And I was like, "Holy shit! This this is the open." I am. I can imagine. Like, if you're just sitting back on your couch and you're like a little, a few minutes early because you want to, you don't want to miss a thing, right? Right. You're watching WCW. Yeah. Vince is the first thing you see, and you're like, "What the and fuck?" Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And to add to it, I was one of those few nerds. Well, few statistically or numerically, rather, nerds that was on TV. Or not on TV. I'm sorry. I was a nerd on TV. No, I was a nerd on the internet. So I knew that the sale had happened. Imagine the millions of casual fans who had no idea, just like what That's you're what saying. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no like clue. Imagine. Anything is up. Because yeah. they don't advertise it. You know what I mean? They don't promote, oh, it's the last Nitro or anything. Like That's unbelievable. It, it's, it's crazy to me. Also, this means... That a new thing that we'd had on the show gets the return. Bring it down. That's right. It's the Vince counter. Oh my god. I kept track for this and for the next one. Now, Thank having said this, the fucking having Lord. said that, I think I may have lost count, but I redeemed it. I think I got it right for this first episode. Okay. I, I, I can explain, but anyways, number one, the opening <laughs> promo. There it is. Um. It's very iconic. 
picture of Vince that was taken. From oh, with his hands up. Yeah, yeah, it's in everything. Every what culture video ever. Uh, yeah, promo about how he holds it all in the palm of his hands. Uh, the power of the sun in the palm of my hand. This was. I have a note here. Just says this was shocking. Like this was the biggest thing that had ever happened in wrestling at this. I point. just I I love the fact that it opens with Vince. That's still I do something too. that just fucking that would be unbelievable. Like it's the only thing, and it's not even fucking close because they had had like some intermingling. I remember when Heyman came out on Raw to do commentary, which would have been a few months or weeks rather. I'm sorry, prior to this, I was like, "What the fuck," you know, <laughs> like. Huh? But, like, again, that was a different kettle of fish or whatever. Um, Huh? (laughs) I did not like this opening video package that they had for Nitro. Um, Do I have a note on it? It's like the opening of the show video thing. I just just didn't care for it. I have no notes on it, so... Yeah, exactly. What do you think of the setup for this? Like, the venue and everything? It's fine. I thought it was okay, I, but it kind of just looked like a gigantic indie show to me. I hate... Because they're, like, outdoors on the beach and shit. Like, I hate WCW's look. I hate it so it's not good. much. It's really not. I hate so much of it. Like, I... By the way, that logo that they had for, like, the last two years, I Never. despised it. Never, dude. I hate... And what's... Sh- I hated it then. <laughs> it, it looked like a fucking... Um, a weapon that a ninja would throw in a bullshit yeah. TV show or something. Yeah. <laughs> Hated it. I, um, I, I, I always thought um, WWF at, the, at this time sure. had a better look, always. Yeah. Like, I hate... Oh, my God, I just... I don't know. I hate it. Like, sometimes... Like, not, just, not just WCW or WWF or whatever, but, like, sometimes I like where you could tell... Oh, this is a venue that exists somewhere. You know what I mean? Where it just doesn't look like a nondescript arena. This I hated because I was like, it's the fucking middle, like the uh, courtyard area of these hotels. So you got fucking yahoos on the balconies watching it, presumably for free. There's bullshit bleachers set up that are not full. <laughs> There's sand in the background because it's on the beach and shit. And it's the thing where I'm like, guys, like. Part of me can appreciate the, like, oh, it's at the beach, you know, it's cool, it's a different setup. And the other yeah. part of me is, like, you're supposed to be the best wrestling in the world. You, it just look it looks like a big, it looks like Joey Janela's Spring Break or something. It just looks yeah. like a big fucking indie show. To me, as far as an aesthetic goes, WCW never looked better than than, I, than No, WWF. I concur. Yeah, I, like, I agree. It wasn't even shot well. Even if they were kicking their ass. Yeah. Like there, it just looked. Even if the content was better, the the visual was it looked just not. Bee, yeah. Dude. Um, and now I hate how high production value WWE is. So you know, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm take. sure there's a sweet spot in there somewhere in the middle, but like, what's that? The early 2000s, brother. I agree. <laughs> That's the sweet spot. Because like now, you can't even tell the difference between the buildings that they're in. Yeah. I don't even know what city yeah. they're in most of the time. They don't even. I. I I, I am shocked if they reference what city they're in for Raw. I don't think they do anymore. Depressing. Um, okay, so a couple quick notes here real quick. Shivani rules. I love Shivani. My question is, why didn't he ever go to the Fed? 
So he would have had a very brief run with them in the 80s, in the late 80s. I, I do know about but that. But so far as like after this, part of it is he was he was still getting paid by Time Warner. Okay. So he was one of those guys that was like, oh, I can go to work and take a gigantic pay cut, or I can do absolutely whatever the fuck I want and still get paid shit tons of money. Okay, fair enough. And then after that, yeah. Um, so... I also have a note here that says, imagine being one of the WCW guys. And I'm not even talking yeah. about, like, your top-tier guys, your Hogan's, your Goldberg's, your Nash's, you know. They'll be fine. They know, and they know they're going to be fine. Because yeah. no matter what, they've got their fucking money coming, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, fun note, and I was going to talk about it later, I'll talk about it now. Booker opted out of his Time Warner deal to go work for the Fed. Mm. And took a 50% or more pay cut to do so. Oh. So there's part of me that's like, holy shit. And then there's part of me that like, I can respect that. Yeah. Like, maybe he knew it would be better for him in the long run. Just to like, hey man, I'm a top guy here. They bring me in. They got to do something with me. They got to use me. Yeah. You know, sure I can sit at home for the next. I think a lot of these guys had at least a year, maybe even more on their deals. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, fuck, bro. Like, if I'm sitting there looking at that situation, the idea of getting paid for a minimum year and getting paid well into the six figures and being able to be like, all I got to do is not wrestle and I can do whatever the fuck I want. Okie dokie. Yeah. Like. <laughs> That'd be hard to not take. Yeah. So, flare opens. Yes. Holy shit. Okay. First of all, I want to say this right now. Yeah. Over these last, over, the, over these next two episodes. Yes. That we're doing, a lot of things happened on these ep- this episode of Nitro and um, Raw. Right. That you've referenced to me before. Thank you. That when I saw it, a huge pop. Same. I had to make a note of it too, guys. If you don't know what we're talking about, Braden, if you would, we we referenced it on this show before. Yeah. And my note just says. Thank you. It's this promo. I had forgotten the actual context of it, but I know I referenced it on the show being very vague, where he's running down a list of people. Yes. And out of nowhere, just goes, Bagwell! Yeah, I love it. So, he's cutting this promo. It's honestly... Eternal. It is (laughs) so long. That was one of my notes. But also, um, I actually used uh, one of our favorite movies to describe this. He is unhinged here. Uh, I have a note about someone being unhinged <laughs> next woof. episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. man. Which, there's some there's a lot of teasers shit, here. I feel guys. like we're teasing next episode really good. Well, so you better is, fucking listen. This is uh, part one, so we're setting up the sequel. Yeah. You know, this is... Uh, we're laying the Easter eggs for the sequel here. This is... Uh, we, we, we find the hammer in the desert. Or... Um, this is the Iron Man teaser. From the first one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. Or this is uh, our end credit scene. Yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah. There's a new guy in town has a eye for the theatrics, just like you. Hands Batman the Joker card. Womp, womp, womp. Uh, anyways, so this promo, he's talking about all the guys in WCW that Vince can't hold their lives in their hands. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, you, you don't hold my life. You don't hold Sting, Luger, Goldberg, Hogan. Well, and it's like, why? Why are you saying it like that? Why do you, like it? 
If you told me that Ric Flair hates Buff Bagwell, I'd buy it. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Uh, also, so one of the notes here that I, or a couple of the notes here that I have about this. One, Ric Flair talks about blading. D- uh, yeah, oh, hold on, hold on. What's my actual <laughs> note about this? Cutting yourself three days a week. Cut it's... yourself five times. Oh, so wow. we're just telling people it's fake. Mm-hmm. That's my note. Uh, so a couple of things here, and this is some fun trivia about this uh, whole ordeal. WCW was bought three days prior to this. Wow. So when I say I went home and I saw this shit online, it was like, what the fuck? It was Friday. Wow. Yeah. I bet you that was a long weekend. You're like, what's going to happen on Monday? What's going to happen on Monday? For me. Yeah. And l- let alone for the guys that, like, it's their fucking jobs. You know what I mean? Like, holy shit. Um, so there's that. Uh, let's see. Why does he say that he makes girls cry? Like, is there something know. I'm missing here? I have no idea. I- I've never quite understood it. I thought it was supposed to be that, like, oh, Rick, we love you. And he's like, sorry, baby, I can't be tied down. I don't know if that was the idea or if know. it was just like, please stop showing us your dick. And he's like, no, look at it. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, also, uh, Eric Bischoff didn't watch this. Amazing. Has gone on record as saying he didn't watch it. Has he, like, still never watched this episode, or...? That I do not know, but, yeah. Amazing. As it was happening, it was like, nope. Amazing. Uh, okay. So, Ric Flair ends up challenging Sting. Yes. For the... Nothing. For, yeah, for... for uh, Nostalgia. That, he, that's... Yeah, I couldn't think of the word. Thank you. The Nostalgia Championship of the World. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which, I was kind of like... Going back and rewatching this, I was like, you know what? If you did have to pick a match to be like, oh, this is what WCW, in essence, should have been, or whatever, or kind of was during its heyday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Fact, absolutely. I can't argue like, that, yeah. like, it's the thing where it's like, if you were going to... Uh, to me, if you were going to do... If, if you had all the players, right, in, in mind, if it was going to be like the last TNA show, hey, we're going to do this just for fucking nostalgia. To me, it's like, oh, we're going to do AJ, Joe, and Daniels. Yeah. You know, or if it was Ring of Honor, it'd be like, uh, we're going to do... Uh, you know, for me, if it was that, I'd be like, oh, we're going to do Brian Danielson versus Nigel McGuinness. Yeah. Just for nostalgia, which, you know... That's what encapsulates that yeah. promotion. I, I feel that, yeah. Um, and, and at the very least, I was like, oh, at least that'll be good. Sure. <laughs> like, I knew... Right. It's not going to be bad. Right. Um, so, Opening match, though. First of all, there was a Macho Man commercial. It was very short, but also... Oh, wow. About slamping into a Slim Jim using a oh, straight okay. jacket. It was just as unhinged as you'd think it would be. But yeah, the opening match. Uh, Booker T versus Scott Steiner. Yeah, title for title. U.S. title versus world heavyweight title. Bold to put that on first. But I right. thought so too. I was like, holy shit, you talk about a fucking opener. Yeah. Uh, quick question. What did you think of this match? Um, fine. I really liked it. I, I I hate Scott Steiner. That I know doesn't you help. Do. <laughs> like it really doesn't. Um, 
Ghetto Blaster is the worst name for any movie. That also is not the Ghetto Blaster, by the way. The Ghetto Blaster was the name Zagiri. So I don't know why Shivani is calling it that. Either way, that's an awful move name. (laughs) Sure, but like when it won, the Inziguri that was the Ghetto Blaster, that was Bad News Brown's gimmick. That was from like the late 80s, early 90s, so you could use the different time period, whatever, as an excuse. Doesn't make it good, but at least there was, you know, that around it. But yeah, that's the axe kick. Also, this match to me is indicative of something that is on in every match on this card. These guys are working real hard. Yeah, I can And that, yeah. I really think it's the holy shit, Vince, look at us. Yeah. <laughs> Please fucking pick Please, us up. Yeah. Something, anything. And I think I think that's on all, like I know you don't like Steiner. Fair enough. I know you don't like Steiner. It's not that he's, I even he's don't working like him. his ass off in this match though. It's not even that I don't like him though. Right. I actively hate him. I know you actively hate Steiner. You can't tell me he's not fucking. Yeah, that's fine. He's working I like what Booker hard T did. In this. He did a really cool way to get into a uh, Northern Lights suplex. Yes, and I was like, yeah. "Wow, just I, do I, that." I dug that. Yeah. Like, why can't whatever? Young Steiner is so much different than Big Papa Pump, and that he's good. I mean, it's a different. It's almost a different human being. It it is in that one is baffling. good and one is not. <laughs> I I like Steiner. I hate Big Papa Pump. I prefer Young Steiner, but I don't know. To me, I almost think that like late Steiner, Big Papa Pump Steiner, is almost in that like Nicholas Cage thing for me, where I'm like, I want to watch because it's like, what does he do next? Maybe it's something good. Maybe it's awful. I don't fucking know. Maybe he throws the script out and does his own bullshit. Who knows? I don't know. Crowd was up. Oh, big time. Big time. Big time. Um, Booker with the win. Yeah. Got to. Dual champion. Got to. Mm-hmm. And then there's an ad for Eight, 1-800, 1-800 collect, collect and Spring Breakout 2001. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about this on this show, or this episode, and the next one. I don't know why these ads are still in the cut on the on Peacock. I now, know, 20 I know, I years know. later. I don't know. It was uh, a very long commercial. It is. And it, it's and it, so and it long. pissed me off. That, and I was kind of like, guys, you don't even know what technology would be. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, I don't even, I don't even know if you can, call, can you call collect on a cell phone? I don't think so. Holy I shit. I honestly don't know. Uh, my next note here just says, do we need a Vince counter? Oh, we sure do. Bring it down, because I think we're at two here. Yep. Because he's basically the buffer on all the commercial breaks on this. Vince, my 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 note here says, Vince is back. This is weird. There's a lot of weird, lecherous Vince here, brother. <laughs> now, yeah. Um. Uh. After this, we've got three count versus young dragons versus filthy animals. Mm-hmm. I got two notes on this match. Dives spots. Hell of a sprint. It is a fucking sprint. I do have a, l- a little bit more um, notes here. First of all, uh, this version of Ray is incorrect. I It's so weird seeing him without the mask. I hate one. it. Yeah, I don't like it. It's so dumb. Um, I, I like the horns, but I wish he still had a fucking mask. Yeah, I can give you that. 
Like, horns and mask would be dope as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I can give you that. Um, Kidman dies. I don't remember on what, but he dies. Oh, he, uh, it may not be on this, but I know he does the shooter to the outside, but he does it that weird way where he would basically, one foot is on the middle rope, one foot is on the top, and just hop and fucking gainer to the outside. Yeah. Which to me, I'm like, I can't do it in the first place. Yeah. That seems like the Neither scariest fucking way. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I, I hate his shooting star press, and I it's always It's not that. great, yeah. It's um, not. He gets away with a lot of it because he was the guy, the first guy in the States to do it, though. Have you ever seen Liger shooting star press? Uh, I know. I've heard it's Because uh, he's terrifying. the guy who quote-unquote invented it, as in nobody had ever seen it before. But yeah. Holy Lord. So there's a front flip into... Oh, there's a thing where someone was on the middle rope. Mm-hmm. One team member grabbed his hands and threw him into a front flip and his partner caught him into a powerbomb. Yes. And I out loud said that looked like it fucking killed because it looked like it hurt so bad. Um, last note on this match itself is Ray not losing his balance on the top rope while doing that springboard is one of the most incredible things I've ever I seen. I think I know what you're talking about. He, he, like, jumps, almost loses it, and then gets it back and while then still standing on the top rope. Drop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, after this, my next note just says, Peak of Science, which means, bring it down! Now, my next note... My next next note is that, but first I had a note that said, if I see that Night of Champions graphic one more time, I'm gonna shit through you. <laughs> Uh, that puts our Vince counter at up to three. At this point, he's just doing some sort of oddly lecherous shit with Trish Stratus. And it's the thing my, like, my note is, Vince is the greatest human ever, because I think they started making out at this point. Uh, probably. And it's the thing, too, where it's like, dude, it's your company. You can book yourself into anything it is that you want to book yourself into, and you chose to book yourself into this. Well, do you blame him? <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh let's see after this do you know what my next note is N- no oh good chavo mine just says great chavo <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep uh, uh so okay i like sugar shane helms yeah this was a cool run for him. This was a fucking mm-hmm. cool character. Uh, I like that they were basically... Seemingly, it was like, oh, we're actually going to focus on the Cruiserweight division again because we know this was a thing that like helped us get fans and then the company dies. Because I remember in the weeks leading up to this, they were like, Sugar Shane Helms, the new face of the Cruiserweight division. He's, I think he's champion here, right? Yeah. Right. And so he retains over Chavo... And it was like, oh, we're giving you new young stars doing cool moves. Like, they put over the Vertebreaker huge. It was the coolest setup to the Vertebreaker I've ever seen in my life in this match. Terrifying move. So how, how, fucking do you, scary. How, how do your toes feel? <laughs> I'm fine right now. Also, I noticed Chavo takes it in what I'd call the most terrifying fashion. Because he has his head arched back until they start to go down and then tucks it. Yeah. And I'm like, brother. That's a lot of trust. A lot of trust in both Shane and yourself. Because if you... Like, if you're in the air and you're upside down, 
it is real easy to lose track of, am I moving or not? Yeah. If he came down with his head arched back like that, like, that's... It'd snap off like a fucking Pez dispenser. Like We can't be that lucky. No, we can't. We really can't. Uh, did you notice Shane Helms doing a bullshit version of Ride the Lightning in this match? I think I did. I think I did. I didn't note it, but I'm I pretty did. sure. I did. That son of a bitch. Did someone throw a sub sandwich in the ring at some point? Excuse me? I could have swore someone threw a sub sandwich into the ring. It looked like a six inch. <laughs> just like flopped into the ring right next to Chavo. Someone just threw a salami on rye. <laughs> a lot of fans throwing things. They're on a fucking beach. These aren't even wrestling fans. These are fucking drunk spring break douchebags. Fair enough. Uh, also, I was trying to do it justice, but there's a, a Mean Gene moment. You know how like Flair would do that thing sometimes where he would just start taking his clothes off during promos? <laughs> yeah. So there's one where Flair starts stripping in the middle of a promo and hucks his shoe into the crowd, and Mean Gene, I'm, I'm going to try to do it justice and I'll fail, but blah, blah, blah. Flair just rifled a Gucci shoe. <laughs> kills me. <laughs> Absolutely kills me. Oh, my God. <laughs> a fan just hucked a big veto. Uh <laughs> Someone just whirled a club tuna. <laughs> I only know the names of the sandwiches at Jimmy John's. Um, yeah. I don't oh, know. oh, and it looks like a fan just threw a Slim Four. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh. <laughs> Turkey Tom entering the ring. <laughs> Imagine somebody middle of a good tie-up and a sandwich just from off-screen bombards them in the face. And the commentators call it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Holy uh. shit. Um, <laughs> Starter just got hit with an unwitch. Uh. <laughs> uh. Slips on the mayo, blows at his leg. Um <laughs> Booker T just got nailed with some Jimmy chips. It looks like salt and vinegar. (laughs) You know what? If you're a wrestling fan and you're listening to this, normalize throwing sandwiches at wrestlers. I don't think we should do that. No, I'm willing to encourage it. Okay. Yeah. Throw sandwiches at wrestlers. I say this and then, like, the week after this goes uh, out, somebody's going to be like... I got hit with a scalding hot pulled pork barbecue sandwich. <laughs> 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 Just fucking burn. Uh, so okay. So I, I kind of dug this match, though. Oh yeah, I forgot we were on a match. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's uh. It's pretty good. Um. After this, I have a note just says solid promo from Booker, but I remember the audio setup is so shit that he says at least two sentences that you can't hear. <laughs> yeah. And then basically it's like, thanks WCW, don't know where I'm going from here, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, cool, good. I think I talked about it before on here maybe, but like, 
I'm not a big Booker fan. Yeah. But he should have been the guy in that company in at least 99. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, they just fucking missed the boat on him. Maybe he could have even earlier. Yeah. If they'd pushed him and built him the right way, because he's... Not that he's not skilled. If they'd done it the right way, him and Goldberg could have been, like, a money-fucking-feud at some point. Yeah. But, no, we gotta do NWO stuff. Swing and a miss. Yep. So... Then we have a thing. This is where the editing gets a little fucking weird for me. Okay. We have T. I'm like Team Canada. Fuck yeah. Versus Sean O'Hare and Chuck Palumbo. Let's hell do yeah. Hell yeah. Lance Storm promo. Charles Palumbo returns. My next note says. Vince and Trish are about to fuck because they just cut uh, to Vince again. Bring it down. Yep. We're That's three. Four. I thought we were four. Hold I on. I think three. One, two, two, three. Are we at four? Three. Four. 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 I'm sorry, we're at four Vinces. Uh, yeah, I counted that one. I just didn't write it down. That's what fucked me up here. Yeah. Okay, so we're at four Vinces. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, so I think it's a weird thing where they cut to commercial, and then they so, came yeah. back with Vince and Trish about to mm-hmm. fuck on the network. And then Michael Cole comes in and asks him a question about right. something or whatever. And, and I noted, he says, he says W. Yes. Even yes. back then. Yeah. Did you notice his uh, highlights? <laughs> or how much he looked like yeah. an alternate for the Backstreet Boys, even though they had even then already peaked? Yeah. Um, Vince, I just wanted to get some words on you purchasing WCW. <laughs> yeah. Like, why even back then, man? Uh, Lance Storm... Lance Storm? <laughs> Lance Storm's theme in WCW was very good. Maybe, uh, I don't know. I have a note here that says this should rule. Uh, this was actually a really good run for Lance Storm because, like, at one point he was a triple champion in WCW. Mm. He was the... He won the United States... This was awesome. This was a great run ahead. It would have been in 2000, obviously. He won the United States title. Renamed it the Canadian Heavyweight Championship, which is cool. Wins the Cruiserweight title. Renames it the... Uh, 100 kilos and less championship wins the WCW hardcore title and renames it the Saskatchewan hardcore invitational title that's right shit <laughs> so like he would come to the ring and he would wear he would wear all three belts yeah and like I know he had a world title match at some point and there was a big thing about like they were going to make him world champion as well and it was like... Why not, dude? I don't know. Like, he was over as fuck. It's a weird thing to say that somebody was over in WCW 2000, right? Yeah. But, like, also, friends of the show, uh, review, review, but also, why to kill me? Mm-hmm. Check that shit out. Do it. But, like, it's a weird thing to say, oh, you know, somebody was over in WCW in 2000. Lance Storm was over as fuck in WCW in 2000, especially, like... Guy says, fuck you, America, and he comes out wearing three belts. The crowd's going to boo him. Mm-hmm. And I just, I remember being like, man, it would be dope as fuck if you gave him the big one. Quadruple champion, to my knowledge, hasn't been done. Something fresh, something new. You're able to a new Let's star. And then they absolutely did not do that. Yep. Palumbo gets the jobber entrance. Yes. It's bullshit. How did this company go under? <laughs> I, uh, I just... Palumbo is the greatest wrestler of all time. Palumbo? 
Your thoughts? Pretty good. Yeah. Love it. Uh, so, I, I like the match. Yeah. Um, pretty short, but... How good is Sean O'Hare's swanton, though? Too good. And up, and I never noticed this before until Meg pointed it out. Up to his feet. Yeah. Like, hits it and rolls through up to a fucking standing position. Mm-hmm. That guy's like 6'5". Yeah. And in that shape. Holy shit. I was a huge Sean O'Hare mark. Especially at, back then. At one point, relatively early, I think it was... Uh, I think it was um, Mike Awesome. Get super kicked and floats more than anyone I've ever seen float on a bump. Like, <laughs> he was in the air for a hundred years. <laughs> it's amazing. Remember that. Um, you know what's after this though? Mm. Meat. Yeah, but also Stacy's very bad WCW music. Do it now. <laughs> it's. Yeah. Not well. It's... I think we're getting serenaded throughout the... Yeah, probably. Outside of the room. Um, Meat is the most unfortunate wrestling name ever. (laughs) Even though he's not Meat here. What do you mean? Now, this is her original music. Mm-hmm. No, wait, do it now with Meat's Meat. We keep calling him Meat. This was Stacy. It's real bad. Yeah. When you say when you say that he wasn't Meat here, what do you mean? Huh? When you say that he wasn't Meat here, what do you mean? His his name. Meat. Sure. Uh. Anyway, so it's Whatever. Meat uh, yeah. versus Bam Bam Bigelow. My next note just says, Bam Bam looking planetary. Uh, I actually have a note here that says, I love Bam Bam, but this was past his fucking prime. This is no good. Yep. It just... No, this is not what I'm looking for. Sorry about that, guys. That was Sean Stacy X. I'm sorry, Meats. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's getting really hard to... Sorry, I'm just trying up. to find this stupid goddamn song. Now I'm looking at an ad from... There we go! This is... Awesome. <laughs> I know we haven't asked this in a while here, but what are we even doing? It's been a while, yeah. Holy shit. Um, Little credits. <laughs> do it now! Um, my, my, yeah, this is my notes. Good. My notes on this match are as follows. Meet! Bam Bam looking planetary. Yeah. That was not good. And, it's, and it's short. It. And it's short, and it's still pretty fucking bad. Like... Yeah, it's... Also, it's a weird thing to be like, man, there was a point in 
several companies where Bam Bam Bigelow was like a fucking bad motherfucker. Yeah. And he goes under to goddamn meet in like three minutes here to a goddamn neck breaker. Like, yikes. Yep. Man, oh man. Um, Are you ready? Am I? Bring it down! Bring it down! Is this Vince and Regal? Yes. This segment was entirely designed to shit on WCW. In on un- their programmably, unquestionably, yeah, exactly. And that's the th- it's it is their show. Yeah, and it's still it's it's the it's in essence walking into a McDonald's and the guy at the counter just says, "Fuck you, I suck." <laughs> Uh, also, because I'd forgotten, but it needed to, I needed to be reminded, WrestleMania is six days from this. Yeah. So, within nine days of the biggest show that the WWF has ever run, one of the best pay-per-views of all time, they buy their competition. Oh, one is their peak. It's unbelievable. Like, it's a thing where I remember so much as this was happening, right? Yeah. But going back, I was like, I don't know that I understood the fucking magnitude of it. Yeah. Like, imagine if... Let, let's let's go with the, the more unrealistic one here, right? Tony Khan buys the WWE from its corporate overlords at NBC and John Peacock. Mm-hmm. Ten days before Revolution. <laughs> like... Yeah. It's... <laughs> Imagine the last Monday Night Raw and it's fucking, you know, Big E in the opener beating somebody, beating Shinsuke for the IC belt. Or, I don't know, like... Unbelievable. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. But yeah, Regal kind of shits on why would you even want to buy it, I think was the point. Like, Probably, something like that, Jesus. just fucking trash, <laughs> Um, then there was a DDP promo. I kind of like this one. Yeah. At one point he says, Paige Joseph Fuckenberg. I'm like, wow, that's a name. Yeah. Uh, so he's married now, and his wife's first name is Paige? Hmm. How does that work? Are they the Paige siblings? Because we've established if your first names are the same, then you're brothers. Well, she would be Paige Paige. Okay. Or would Paige Fuckenberg? Yeah. Yeah. They're both Paige Fuckenberg, dude. I wonder if it's redacted on his license. Where it says fuck. Because <laughs> it the, says fuck. Because of the swearing. Yeah. Uh, so, do it now! <laughs> God damn it. My next note is in quotes. It says, who's over? I don't know why. Did he say that? I have no idea. My The next thing coming up is Kid Romeo and Elix Skipper versus Ray Kidman for the Cruiserweight Tag Team titles. Mm-hmm. First of all, I have a lot of notes here all in a row. I've right? only got two, so this There's be a fun. WCW history video package thing. Yes. After that... There's at least one person that I didn't recognize that I think is Barry Windham. After that... Bring it down. Bring it down! Vince is on the phone. 
That's right. Now, wait, who's he on the phone here with? Because there's several of him on the phone. <laughs> What's he say here? I, don't, I, I have remember? no notes beyond okay, that. Okay, okay. All that matters so that is up bring to it down. Five? I think we're at six, dude. Six, Why six. You you're right, you're right, you're right. No, you're right, six. Yeah. Because I remember my final count on this is unbelievable. Amazing. Keep in mind, this is not his show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's been on it six times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Ray hits a powerbomb in this match. Oh, he sure the fuck does. And I don't even mean like, oh, I'm going to do a cool flippity doodah off of the ropes or something. I mean... Gut kick, fucking hook you up, power bomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so, it was perfect, but I was like, how weird. <laughs> Straight jacket, electric chair drop in this. Oof. Oh yeah. Uh, I. God damn it. There's a name for that move. Queen. I think it's called the queen suplex. Hmm. God. Like yeah, that. that sounds right. Okay. It's uh, it uh, looks painful. Uh, big big pace here. Yeah, big pace. Uh, uh, if by that you mean my only other note on the match, it says, fun sprint. Yeah, I feel like that's been every single one of these matches on the show. But I think, again, it goes back to my thing of it being like, look how fucking good we are. We can do the Attitude Era pace, too. <laughs> and better, because the ring work's actually been pretty good so far. Outside of Bam Bam and Meat. Yeah, but we are also talking about 01. Yeah. I don't think the ring work in that opener with Booker and Steiner is bad. No, what I'm saying is, like, on so the Fed by, side. In general, yeah. On the Fed side, they're also killing it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. 01 just rules. And Yeah, overall, yeah. Um, What was the finish of this? Because I don't even remember. Uh, I, I have no clue. Uh... I do. I did remember thinking, okay, when they brought the guys over, they brought the WCW belts over, the Cruiserweight tag titles are the only ones they did not bring over. I feel like they're unnecessary. It was a cool idea. Okay, again, it's so weird and kind of frustrating because it was like, okay, WCW, you fucked up a lot. You're starting to do a couple of things right, and then it dies. Yeah. I kind of liked when they did the cruiserweight tag belts, just because it was like, okay, cool. This just gives more cruiserweights a version, or a, not a version, a reason to be on TV. Yeah, and I they guess. had they dude, they had a massive cruiserweight division. Yeah, and they only had the one belt, which they then were like, okay, we're actually going to focus on this, and you know, put some emphasis on it because they had buried that belt already. So it's like, oh, we'll put it on Shane Helms. He can have great matches, cool finish, cool entrance, dancing girls, whatever. Got it. Sweet. Oh, fuck, we still got all these cool guys on the roster. Fuck it, let's do a tag thing. Give them a reason to go out there and just tear it up. And I was like, cool. And then it died. Got to. Got to. So then Sting's, Sting's cuts a promo in the some... ball bat emporium. <laughs> yeah, Sting's hanging out with some hanging bats. Yeah. I I think that's one of those things where like they're like, this is going to be cool. It just looks dumb. It looks cheap. It looks cheap why as is he, fuck. Why? <laughs> like, you, like, it's a weird thing where it's like lighting comes into play because he looks like he's in a fucking plywood box. He looks <laughs> like he's in a trailer somewhere. And because I know that these bats are not hovering, but because the lighting is shit and the background is shit and I can see the fishing line that they're dangling from, it just 
God damn it, it just looks like he's in a fucking trailer somewhere and they hung bats with fishing line. I didn't even know that they were supposed to be hovering. I don't think that that's what it is at okay. all. I don't think I that they're like... Say. I don't think the idea is like it's some ethereal thing, but I'm saying that like, visually speaking, yeah. imagine if they had just put some shadows in there, flashing lights, something, instead of, here's a fucking floodlight, <laughs> we can see the fucking Bass Pro Shop fishing line that we use to hang these ball bats from the top of this trailer with a fucking staple gun. Like, yeah, I don't even remember his promo. I just me remember neither. I was me caught neither. up on like how shit it looked. Yeah, I was. My only note about it is that he's hanging out with hanging bats. And then after this, though, Enough we've got an ad. Fucking stupid ass AOL commercials. This one, this you know what blew my mind about this. Hmm. This is almost shot for shot and word for word. The same as the 1-800-COLLECT ad earlier. Yeah. But with AOL. AOL. Enough. Like, to, I think it's the, it's the same people. Yeah. And they would just film it, be like, yo, say this about 1-800-COLLECT, film it. Say this about AOL, film it. Yeah. They didn't even move. Mm-hmm. They're just laying on the same part of the beach. Yeah, definitely. Um... So that brings us to Flair versus Sting. First of all, oh, I'm sorry. Are we going to count the fact that they cut to Vince walking backstage? We are. Bring it down. Yes. Shevin. Mm-hmm. That's right. Seven. Flair uh, and Sting. Flair and Sting. Um, I don't know why Flair works this match in a T-shirt. I don't either. And it kind of really did take me out of it. A big agree. Big agree. Um, you, did you notice Sting's codpiece? What? His codpiece? His gear here? What? You got like a dick shield? <laughs> a codpiece, if you will? Yeah, sure, yeah. You didn't notice it, did you? I'm not looking at dicks, sorry. I'm not either, but I'm looking at codpieces. Okay! <laughs> It just so happens that that one was around his dick on the outside of the gear. Mm-hmm. A little befuddling to me. Um, yeah, sure. Um, I, okay. I don't know. Here's what I'm saying. Right? Go ahead. This is fine. This is solid. Yeah. Right? It's Flair and Sting. It's going to be, sure. at the very least, technically sound. Finish is kind of weird to me. It's just a superplex, and then he locks in the death, death lock, lock. Yeah. Which is fine. Sure. Whatever. He calls him Steve Borden. On I hate commentary. It. What don't are like you it. doing? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's the the last gasp effort at we you know work shoot shoot work bullshit. Like I hate it. Just I honestly yeah, was we just had a great matchup here from Steve Borden and Richard Fleer. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's the thing where it's like, hey, maybe this is it, and they're never gonna fucking wrestle again. Which, hey man, if you're in that position, you might think that. Especially Sting, because he very was like, I'm not going there. Sure. And at this point, TNA does not exist. No, of course not. Yeah. TNA wouldn't exist for over a year after this. Yeah. So, yeah, like... And even then, Sting didn't go there for a couple of years. So, I don't know if it's that. I I, I don't know. I, I, I don't like it. I hate it. I hate At it all. So I, I don't like it, and I'm not trying to defend it. I'm just saying that, like, it's also a thing where it's like, I don't know, the idea of, like, 
oh, three days ago, this company got sold to our arch nemesis. Like, yeah. Again, I don't care for it at all, but fuck, man. E, not not. I I the superplex I thought was worth taking note of just because I was like, I didn't expect either of these guys to take that bump even at this point, and this was twenty years ago. Yeah, Sting is diving off of the stage currently in AEW, putting people through tables. This happened two weeks ago. Yeah. What, what are we doing here, guys? <laughs> so then, uh... Oh, I, I did have one more note here. It says, hell yeah, Charles Robinson. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Awesome ref. Yes. Lifelong Ric Flair fan. Has his hair styled in that fashion because of it. I, I, it seems that he has refed every single important Ric Flair match of all time. I think that once he got to the certain point of seniority, then yeah. Because people knew that, like, this is his guy. Yeah. But it was really cool to see the... Th- this. It the, For me, the coolest part of this whole episode, and I'm it's well documented, we're not WCW fans here. But man, that shot of Sting, Flair, and Charles Robinson in the ring together was kind of fucking neat. Yeah. And it was the thing where I was like, if that had been the last shot of the episode of the show of the company, that would have been fucking... Yeah. Pretty fucking cool. That's that is good. Uh, so then, reach up. Yep. Grab it. Mm-hmm. Both hands. Yep. Bring it down. Bring it down. Number eight. That's right. It is simulcast, time. which means that my total count was correct at eight Vince's on this show. Mm-hmm. It's simulcast time. It so, is simulcast time. Fun thing. We can talk about it here, and we don't have to talk about it in the next one. This speech is long. It is. So. Long. <laughs> uh, there's there's a lot here. There's him giving the thumbs up and thumbs down. Oh, by the way, real quick. Can we pause and go back to the start of the show? Sure. No, wait. Actually, Fuck that. I forgot. I get a mix up because there's a lot of shit that carries over from this one and the next one. Yes. I'm so sorry. Let's stay here. We're on the simulcast. We're on the simulcast. I have a new favorite phrase for describing things that are not good. Okay. Bagwell down. That's my <laughs> favorite fucking Oh, wait. Thing. Is this where he's asking the crowd, like, thumbs up, thumbs down on people? Yes. Okay, okay. Bagwell up, and they boo, and he Bagwell down. Is that what it is? Bagwell down is the best. Bagwell down. Ever. Yes. Okay. Ten thousand percent. I'm all in on this. It's just, just this speech is Bagwell down. It's uh, this speech is Bagwell down because it's, it's so long. Him asking Big Papa Pump up, and they, dude, that crowd comes up. They come up for Steiner. They come up for Booker. They come up for, uh, I think DDP, and they want Goldberg. So. Bad. Yes. And even though it's only been three days, I almost think he knows that ain't going to happen. Because yeah. he tries to kind of deflect from it a, a bit. Like uh, Suddenly, the quality of this programming is way better. That's one of my notes here. The ca- yeah, it is. It's the camera so work is, is much fucking better. It's also... One, the camera work itself is better, but also one is in a building with a lighting rig that is set up to accentuate the performers in the ring, and the other one is outside on a goddamned beach. I would have said the same even if it was in a building, even if WCW was in No, you're building. right, you're right. Yeah. Like, they never looked as good visually or, or uh, 
uh, photogenically, is that the word I'm looking for? Aesthetically? Aesthetically, thank you. They never looked as good aesthetically, but I'm saying that it is amplified because one's on a goddamn pit of sand. Vince has a line here that made me laugh really hard. He goes, I didn't just come out here to gloat, even though I think I'm doing a very good job at it. (laughs) He's just so open about how he thinks he's he's doing a great job at gloating, which he is, but I, I, that's so good. But this whole thing, I really wish that I was able to watch this and not know what happened. It was wild. I, I remember this part very clearly. Because all I can all I can say is, I can imagine this would be wild to see. Yeah. But I, unfortunately, I, I already In know. hindsight, so like my point of view watching it now and remembering it when it happened... When it happened, I was just like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think any of this was going to happen. Vince is on Nitro. Nitro's on Raw. Up is down. Black is white. Cats and dogs living together. And then Shane comes out on Nitro in the fucking WCW ring. Mm -hmm. And the whole, you know, uh, uh, fuck, what is it? Um, The name on the contract says McMahon. Yes. But it's Shane Shane McMahon. McMahon. The... Almost poorly animated gulp, then, from Vince. I love it. It's fantastic. Vince is so over the top, and I love it. That's what makes the whole character work. Yeah. Like, it's the thing where... The moment that you realize no rational person would ever behave like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, like, it's... I, I It's a weird thing, because I, I actually kind of want to look up who it was that was on creative at the time. Because what a perfect way to fold something into this narrative that you're already telling. Because, you know what I mean? Like I said, this is also the go-home show for Mania. Mania. Yeah. So we've already got this Vince and Shane thing is set. And what a what better way to just up the fucking ante even more. Beautiful. Uh, I also had a note that said, and this may be a bit of a moot point, but like, hear me out. If you're a wrestling fan at this point, you know when WrestleMania is, right? Even if you're a WCW fan. Sure. They're advertising Mania on that show. They say this Sunday at WrestleMania. Yeah. Regal mentions it in the backstage thing. I think Shane mentions it here. I'm going to kick mm-hmm. your ass, blah, 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 at WrestleMania. Yeah. And it's like, there's only two wrestling shows on Monday nights, and for one time ever, they're both advertising the same show. Yeah. That's neat. I thought so too, but again, I also understand that, like, you know, we know when WrestleMania is, guys. <laughs> like, gotta, gotta over. But still, I mean, why, over. why wouldn't you? You know, like, yeah, that's just more exposure for that event and for that product mm-hmm. and that brand. Like, um, okay, so I don't know if your cut had this. Did it then go to just a static screen with the WCW background and it said? Uh, I'm sorry. Good night and goodbye. I did not see that. So after, so my cut of this or whatever on Peacock. Why would mine be different though? I don't know. I don't know if you just Maybe didn't I catch just it or not. It. Yeah, I probably just missed it. The show ends and it goes to like it was like an orange colored background that WCW used a lot, and it was their text font that they used for everything. Mm-hmm. Literally says, "Good night and goodbye," from satellite. I don't mm-hmm. know why the from satellite. But I gotta be honest with you, when I saw Good Night and Goodbye, I was like, wow, that's kind of fucking sad. 
Yeah. But then it said from satellite, and I was like, I'm out did of somebody it. fuck up the fucking HTML on this, and that wasn't supposed to go through? <laughs> I don't know. I would feel bad if the show was good. What do you like mean? overall, WCW. Oh, <laughs> okay, good. okay. Uh, so what's your take on this episode? It's... I think it's... Well, it's pretty good. Yeah. Like, it's more wild than anything mm-hmm. to see, you know. But, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought this was a... For Nitro, I thought this was a pretty good episode of yeah. Nitro. But I think that a large part of that is the novelty of it and the... That's why, yeah. You know, the insanity of Vince being on there eight times. Not just at all, but eight times. The simulcast, the Shane McMahon, you know, deal at the end. I don't think any of the matches were bad outside of Bam Bam and Meat. But, like... (laughs) I don't know. I think we've talked about it before. This is more important than good, but I still thought this was actually pretty good. Yeah. So, I don't know. Definitely a pivotal moment. Mm-hmm. Which we will get into more on the next episode. Yes, and a grand total of eight Vinces. Yes. And, boy howdy, guys. If you didn't get enough Vince on this one, stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's not plug anything. Okay. Let's keep the plugs more sporadic. You gotta fucking listen to all these episodes if you want the plugs. Okay. So, since we have, since we, since we, we, we're doing like a sequel thing, it's like yeah. only sequel. Like, how do we, how do we exactly end this? <laughs> oh, Tom. Oh no. Uh, who, who, who shot? I don't think I'll ever be able to solve this. Can you? What are we?